What a beautiful morning to gather as God's family. It's nice to have a little reprieve from the heat. At least I'm happy about that. We want to take a moment um, this morning just to welcome any guests or visitors who might be with us. We're always happy to have you with us and certainly um, welcome you to come back and worship with us again very soon. Well, we're continuing our um, homilies uh, about the Mass, uh, the focus uh, of our homilies uh, each week now until the end of, of this uh, liturgical season will be on the Mass. And this morning I want to focus on a shift. Uh, we've been talking for the first part of this series about the first part of the Mass, which is called the Liturgy of the Word. And the Liturgy of the Word ends with the prayers of the faithful, and that was the homily that Father Stephen gave last week. And there's sort of a, um, I always think about when I'm walking from the chair to the altar, is that sort of the signal that that first part of the liturgy has ended now and we're moving to the focus on the altar, the liturgy of the Eucharist. The Eucharist is the source and summit of our Christian life. It's truly the case that everything that we do in our life flows from the Eucharist and is directed to the Eucharist, the source and summit of our Christian life. The gospel reading that we had this morning from Luke is a familiar story to all of us, the story of Mary and Martha. And I'd like to use that story as an image to talk about these two parts of the Mass, the Liturgy of the Word and the Liturgy of the Eucharist. You know, we are blessed to receive from two tables Every time we come to worship, we receive from the table of the word that's proclaimed, and then we receive from the table of the Eucharist, the table of the Lord. And I think in our gospel story today, we can look at Mary as sort of an image of that first part of the Mass, the liturgy of the word. And I often reflect on this. I often think about what it must have been like for Mary to just sit at the feet of Jesus And just to listen to him speak, to hear his word, to let those words just wash over her and take them into her heart. And isn't that a beautiful image for you and I of the way that we should engage the word when we come to mass? We try to put all those distractions of the world aside. And when that word is proclaimed for us, just to be able to take it in and listen and receive whatever it is that God wants to do in our hearts because of that word that's proclaimed. Well, Martha, poor Martha always gets a bad rap. Every time I proclaim this gospel, I always kind of, in my heart, am feeling sorry for Martha because she's a little worried and a little anxious. But I think she's got good reason. She has a very important dinner guest at her table, and she wants to make sure that everything is right. And so I think it makes sense that Martha is kind of this image of the second part of our Mass, of the Liturgy of the Eucharist. We're going to talk today about two aspects of the Liturgy of the Eucharist, the preparation of the altar for the sacrifice and the presentation of the gifts. Well, we prepare the altar 
Uh, much like you would prepare your table at home for a meal, right? You, we, we lay a cloth out on there, and the, the altar cloth is always on the altar, and there's a second cloth that you probably can't see from where you're sitting called the corporal, and it's on the, the priest's side of the altar, and there's a red cross on that corporal. And the corporal is the place where we, where we set the holy things, the things that are to be consecrated. And so you'll see me placing the cups of wine on the corporal. The missile is placed near there. Uh, we will place the, the plate with the hosts uh, to be um, consecrated. And then some other things come along as well. Uh, there are things, uh, little cloths called purificators, those little white cloths that you'll see the extraordinary ministers of Holy Communion wiping the cup. That's called a purificator. All of those things are brought to the altar in preparation for the sacrifice. Now, why am I doing that? As a deacon, my charism is one of service. And so part of my job as deacon is to, to serve, to prepare that altar for the priest so that the sacrifice uh, can be made. And Father Stephen, as the priest, stands at the altar in persona Christi, in the person of Christ, and offers that sacrifice to the Father on behalf of all of us, on behalf of the church. Let's talk for a minute about the presentation of the gifts. Um, you're going to see in a little bit uh, members of our community, people who have been asked before Mass to, to take up the gifts for us. And there is the plate containing the hosts. And as Father Stephen has pointed out so many times in our Mass, we might think of that plate of the hosts as each one of us. Each one of those hosts represents one of us, represents our lives. And the wine that is coming forward, representing the blood of Christ that will be poured out for us. And this is a time during the Mass when I think it's easy for us to get distracted. There's a collection kind of happening, and sometimes we might be distracted by things and think, well, this isn't all that important that I attend to this. But it really is, because this is members of our community bringing forward not only the bread and wine to be consecrated, but literally all the prayers, all the things that we're holding in our hearts at this Mass, all of those things are brought forward. And as the deacon, I'm standing here to receive those things. I stand here as a representative of this community because in part of my life, I'm a lay person. I'm married, I have a family, but I'm also an ordained man. And so I kind of stand between those two worlds, if you will. And so when I bring those gifts to the altar, I'm really doing that on behalf of all of us in the community. And so this, this time of the presentation of the gifts is really a good time for each of us to kind of examine in our hearts, what has this week been for me? What are the joys and the sorrows and the struggles? What is it that I'm bringing forward to the Lord to be placed on that altar and recognizing that Father Stephen is lifting all of that up to the Father in those beautiful prayers that happen at the altar? The gifts that are brought forward for presentation at the altar are complex and rich and symbolic. And there's a sacrificial character to the grain that is crushed to make the flour and to the grapes that are crushed to produce the wine. There's a beautiful prayer that Father Stephen prays as these gifts are lifted up. And I'll paraphrase it for you, but you'll recognize it. He prays, blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness, we have received this bread, we have received this wine, which we offer to you 
fruit of the vine, fruit of the earth, work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. It will become for us our spiritual drink. In presenting the bread and wine to the priest, we offer back to God the gifts of his creation and the result of our own human labors. Whatever it is that we do during the week, all of that is part of that idea of giving back to God the work of our hands. This symbolizes giving of our entire selves, really, to God. And the priest offers to the Father this sacrifice of bread and wine and the sacrifice of our very lives. And there's a prayer that is prayed silently by the priest, and I want to I read it out for you. The priest prays with humbled spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Very beautiful prayer, offering up that sacrifice. Well, we can only imagine, right, what it must have been like for Mary and Martha and for Sarah and Abraham to have Jesus as a guest at their table and to enjoy this beautiful holy meal with him. And praise God, we get to do that at every Mass. We do that at every Mass. And so it's so important for us that we come to Mass with expectant faith. We should always come here expecting to receive and ready to receive whatever it is that the Lord wants to give us in this liturgy. I want to suggest to you that we can take a cue this morning from what happens here at the altar and bring this experience of a spiritual banquet, of a holy meal, back into our homes as well. How can we, as a family, each of us as a family, make our mealtime a special and sacred time? You know, in our society today, the mealtime has kind of gotten pushed aside in some families. Schedules, all kinds of things happen. And so it's a beautiful thing when a family can sit down and gather at the table. And so taking time to prepare a nice meal where everyone gathers around the table and having that television and all that distraction off. We don't need the TV or the cell phones. We just sit at the table and we're there together with one another. And it's a beautiful thing when each member of the family can contribute something to that meal, whether it's part of the preparation of the food or helping to set the table or helping to serve the food. Everyone can have a role in that and leading the prayer, of course, at the table. And I think it's so important that we look at that table in our home as almost like the altar here at church, that God is present there. And so we invite Jesus Christ to be the silent guest at every meal that we have giving thanks to God for all that he has done in our lives. Well, I want to ask us all to consider taking this step in faith today, taking what we do here at Mass, at the altar, and at the ambo, and bring it more fully into our daily lives. Let us make Jesus Christ the silent guest at our tables at home, just as we are called to be guests at his table here at Mass. Amen.